Let me see that. Fantastic. Okay, so welcome. We are um, doing our bonus naturally healthy lesson on time today. So just let me organize my screen. We go. Great. And I wanted to start this with a quote from Confucius. And it says, the man who moves a mountain begins carrying away small stones. So whenever we want to, I love this because it just reminds us that even to move a mountain, like little incremental changes are the best place to start. And so if you're like, wherever you're at with your current relationship with time, just know that like finding one little thing from this lesson today and applying that is the best place to move that mountain of like having an abundant relationship of, with time. So our plan for today is we're going to, um, we're going to talk about first about like, like why time is important <laughs> um, for our health. Then we're going to talk about like why we have time scarcity and why this is such a common thing in um, in modern life. And then we're going to go through like seven helpful time thoughts, which are, you could think of as a naturally healthy manifesto for time. Um, and then I've got some tiny habits for being intentional with time. So these are kind of more the more like the thoughts are the thoughts. And then the um, the habits are more around like those strategic like things that little that you can do to help you be more intentional with time strategies and tools. Um, and I've got some resources to, to share. And also like so actually th for this session, um, I might just say coaching to the end. So if you've got something, well, actually, no. If it, if it, as I'm going through, if you, if you've got a situation, um, in terms of your relationship with time that you want to workshop, if it's, if you, there's something that I say that you want to question me on, please feel free to like jump in. But well, I'd also like, I'm also planning to have some time at the end. So if you've got specific stuff that you're struggling with around time, that we can coach on it then. So, and then um, Abby and I are going to coach at the end on Abby's. Abby's coaching as well. Um, okay, so um, oh yeah, but Abby did in terms of news. Abby did win um, win prize at post of the week for, for her post for her post about coaching. But um, yeah, and oh, and the other news is um, this week I've got um, a workshop in the for my new cook in the new cooking group. And you guys, as members of Staying Naturally Healthy, Healthy with Ease, just a reminder that you guys have access to that new cooking group as well. So I have posted that in the calendar, and yeah, you're welcome to attend if you if you if you are able to. And I'll also post a replay. Okay, so let's talk time. So basically, like I think. Time is really important for our health <laughs> for two, a couple of reasons is that if we have a good relationship with time, because one of the things that comes up for people or one of the like reasons or the excuses that comes up for not being like taking care of themselves is, oh, I'm you know too busy. I don't have time to take care of myself. So when we have a, if our relationship with time is problematic, that can impact our ability or our perceived ability to, um, do the things that are you know that are required to live up to be naturally healthy. So that's one reason why time's important. But the, and the second reason why time's important is our perception of time and how we like navigate that has a huge impact on our stress levels. And our stress levels have a huge impact on our hormones, particularly cortisol and 
all our hormones are linked. So it, when you're stressed out, like people that are really stressed up, and often this will happen is someone is normally pretty good at like their weight's pretty stable and then they'll have this period of stress. And so then their cortisol's up, that messes with all their, like their insulin sensitivity, everything happens. They probably make not so great food choices as well, but they end up like, you know, it has an impact on their weight because they're having a stressful time. So, so time, like having a healthy relationship with time is, is in some ways just as important as having a healthy relationship with food in order to be a naturally healthy person. Of course, you don't have to, like you could just make intentional choices and listen to your body and that would be fine in terms of food. But having a healthy relationship with time where you're not feeling stressed out all the time and you're feeling this spaciousness and abundance makes it so much easier to be naturally healthy. So we want to, that's why like, I was excited to talk about time. Um, and actually, before we talk about time scarcity, the other thing is like, this is like, I've been doing a lot of work around my relationship with time, but this is still a work in progress for me. So my, my relationship with food, I love it. It's amazing. Um, my relationship with time is getting better. It's like, I'm in the trenches with you, with you on this one. So um, yeah, like these are things that it's not like I'm like totally amazing at. So, and the, but the cool thing is I don't have to be perfect at this and like have it all under control to be able to offer you some things today that are going to help you as well. So that's kind of a fun thing about coaching is that you don't have to have it all figured out in order to be helpful. So let's talk about this idea of like time scarcity and why we have time scarcity in the world. And the thing is, yes, so time is a limited resource, a finite resource. So even like if I have a goal to live to 122, there's still like that's only 122 years, like compared to like, you know, Redwood was talking to someone about the redwood trees, like that lives hundreds of years. Like, you know, it, there is only so much time we have and it is the only like non-renewable resource that we have, like we aren't getting any more time. And yes, we can like do some things with our health to increase that, but overall um, there is a there is an end point. We are going to die. Um, pretty bleak, Jules, come on. <laughs> um, and But the thing is, so yes, that, that's, a, that's a fact, but our experience of time is, um, can, is, is not set in, that, that's not, that's not finite. That's not set in, in stone. And so we can choose with our, uh, and our thoughts have a huge impact on how we experience time. So even though we all have the same 24 hours in a day, we can go have a day, like depending on our thoughts, we can have a day that feels spacious or we can have a day that feels rushed and scarce and like there's not enough time. Um, so our thoughts are a huge thing in terms of determining what our experience is of, of time then another reason why we have time scarcity is just like this habit of humans to like more 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 like to over schedule our, ourselves where we've got you know we're, we're packing in all these things that we that we're doing and being you know human doings not being human beings um and then another reason why we can have time scarcity is like when we're not enjoying the moment, like where we're doing things that we don't enjoy, that that can make us feel like time is like, you know, the, the, the actual time for pleasure is really small. So it feels like we're not getting enough in, in that. 
And then also like procrastination is another thing that causes time scarcity because we like flitter our time away doing stuff that's not important while the important stuff gets left and then it's still there for us to do. Um, And also perfectionism can be a big cause of time scarcity because you can like if you're wanting to get like something can be good enough but then if you need it to be perfect like it might take you you know say you're you're writing a writing an email it might take you like you know 10 minutes to write a good email that conveys the message and it's going to be you know completely acceptable but then you might spend an extra an extra 10 minutes or an extra 20 minutes rereading it and rereading it and editing it and perfecting it in your mind so like you can like that can be a big suck of time and cause a lot of time scarcity when we like spend that extra time taking to like to to perfect something when it could have just been good enough and then another thing that like causes us to have time scarcity is like this rushing when we're like not allowing ourselves the spaciousness to get to where we want to go in in the time um so we're like rushing and we're like having that that feeling so this is like you know of course like when we're living in this world like this like of course we like you know have time scarcity of course this is this is something that that comes up and the cool but the cool thing is is that we can have we have control over all of these things so we are able to impact those um so let's talk about how do we how do we so how, how, do, how do we go about doing that so the first thing I wanted to, I think, is um, that the the thought that really like that really causes so much damage to our relationship with time is when we tell ourselves, "I don't have enough time," or "There's not enough time." And if you remember back to our um, TEA, like our, how our brains work, is like we have thoughts and they make us feel an emotion, and then that. T for emotion and then A for we take action based on how we're feeling. So if you're thinking there's not enough time, you're probably feeling anxious, you're probably feeling overwhelmed, you're probably feeling worried or all of a combination of all of those three things. And then what happens is that the action that you take when you're feeling overwhelmed is that like you like you can obsess about not having enough time. So keep thinking more and more, I don't have enough time. Oh my goodness, I'm not going to get this done. And or you can and probably as well, like you can go into procrastination um, where you're like, yeah, I don't have enough time, but then you find yourself like like feeling anxious and so you're picking up your phone to scroll um, and procrastinate because you don't you want to avoid feeling the um, the anxiety. And then the result is, of course, because you've buffered and you've procrastinated and you haven't actually got the things done, is that 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 perpetuates more of you not having enough time. So you get caught in this like cycle. Um, So if you're only going to take one thing away from this class, the thing that I would highly recommend is just whenever you have that thought, I don't have enough time or there's not enough time, just stop, hit delete, just delete it. It's like, no, we don't think that anymore. And choose choose a more helpful thought instead. Um, and so we're going to, I'm going to be going through um, helpful thoughts in, in a second. Um, but yeah, I want you to, wanted to like really the most important thing in terms of time is how we think about time. And this thought there's not enough time is the one that we really want to eradicate from our 
thinking or even not necessarily eradicate, but when it comes up, just redirect it. Don't let that that thought run on repeat because it's a recipe for um, creating more of not having enough time. And there's other thoughts that are similar, like, you know, I've got so much to do, I'm so busy, I'm so behind is another one that can come up. Um, so, but any of those thoughts, we want to just question them and choose helpful thoughts again. So I'll um, now I'll, I'll actually go through the helpful thoughts that I've, um, that I've suggested so that we can, you can like, just as we, and as I'm going through these, think about like what one of these really resonates for you to be able to use in the moment that's going to help you feel better than the anxiety and overwhelm that comes if you're thinking I don't have enough time. So the first one, which actually Jen Choban, um, who's in the Staying Naturally Healthy group, she posted in the group once and it's like, I have enough time for everything important. I love this thought. Like, yeah, like when you imagine if you think like, you know, if there's not enough time when you're like, yeah, but I have enough time for everything important. Just think like, just feels so much more calm, feels so much more relaxing. It's just like the perfect antidote to that. So yeah, that's one that I use a lot, like just reminding myself, I don't have enough time. No, I do have enough time for the things that are important to me. Next one is I'm capable. And this, um, this is the antidote to this, like I'm so busy, I've got so much to do, like when those thoughts come up. Because the, the thing is that oftentimes you will be busy. Oftentimes you will have so much to do. And we can do like we can do some work to not put yourself in that situation. But when you are in that situation and you've got so much to do and you are really busy, then the more you think I'm so busy, I'm, like the more that perpetuates you feeling like, Bleh. whereas if you just pause and think I'm capable, that's like it's a great reset. It calms you down and then you go, okay, I'm capable. I can get this done, like you know, and or I can capable. I can prioritize. I can, I can, I can work. I can find a solution to this. But it's such a good thought. And when my dad was sick in um, February and March, and I like overscheduled the boys, and we had like all this stuff going on, and I was thinking like I'm so busy. I've like I've got so much to do, which I normally don't let myself think. Um, I got some coaching, and my coach was like. Like she actually, I came up with the thought that I'm capable. She's like, what would you like to think instead? And I was like, I'm capable. And I, so I just started practicing that thought that I'm capable. And actually what my co coach got me to do is to do this anchoring exercise where, because the overwhelm was coming up, like I'd look at the clock or I, when I'd pick up my phone, I'd look at the clock on my phone and I'd be, th that would be a trigger for me to start thinking about how much there was to do and how behind I was and all this like negative thoughts stuff, time stuff. And so she got me to re like have a new trigger of when I looked at the clock or when I looked at the clock on my phone, that instead of thinking those thoughts, I would intentionally think I am capable. And it was so mad, like doing that, just even for like the first day I started doing it, like I'm capable, I'm capable, I'm capable. It just completely changed my experience of time. And so even though my dad was still in hospital, even though I still had all those things to do, instead of feeling frantic and frazzled, I felt like calm. Like I was like, yes, I'm getting this done. Like it's okay. <laughs> um, so yet yeah, that was a huge one for me. I, I like, yeah, I really, I really love that thought. And I still use it. Um, and I haven't had to use it as much lately, but it is a really, really powerful one. Okay, next one is there's no rush. Uh, 
So this is the antidote to like, I'm so behind or I've got so much to do or no, I'm running late. Um, yeah, it's a really, there's no rush is a really helpful thought. And so it can be helpful on the kind of micro day-to-day level when you are like, you've got a meeting and you're running late for it or an appointment, but it can also be helpful on the kind of big picture when you're working towards a goal. So if you're thinking I'm behind, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not on track. Like that feels awful. Whereas you're thinking, like, there's no rush. I'm going to get there. It's okay. So much more calming. And my coach, um, my hormone coach that I'm working with, she actually said that was really wild to me. She said she's actually decided that she's not, she doesn't rush anymore. So she's, cause she realized that when she's rushing, it really activates her nervous system. And like, you know, she feels um, like really dysregulated and it like has a big stress on how she, like how she feels. Um, and so she has said, I just decided that I'm not going to rush. And so if I'm, if I'm running, if I'm late, that's okay. I'm late. I'm just going to be accepting that I'm, I'm late. And I was like, wow, you can actually just decide not to rush anymore. <laughs> like crazy. So I've been experimenting with that and it feels really good. So, um, yeah, like, so whenever, like I notice that I'm like, I am going to be late rather than rushing. I'm just like, no, there's no rush. I don't do that anymore. And then, the, but I also think about problem solving in terms of, okay, how can I make sure I don't put myself in this situation again in the future? So um, yeah, there's no rush. And yeah, there's no rush is a really good one for goals as well. Like if you're feeling behind on your goals, I, I also remind myself there's no rush, you know, you're going to get there. Um, next one is later equals never, which um, I'm always thinking for <laughs> my Irishman. So because when we tell ourselves, I'll do it now, I'll do it later, what happens often is that it doesn't get done, right? So, like, you know, you've got something like, you know, there's shoes on the floor in the lounge room and you can, like, if you go, oh, yeah, I'll put them away later, I'll put them away later. And it could be, like, five days later, those shoes are still sitting there. How do I know this? Um yeah. So what I like to tell myself is when I tell myself, I'll do that later, I think later equals never. And then that thought makes me think, okay, do I want to get this done or not? <laughs> and if it's sometimes the, the, the thought later equals never means that's okay. I didn't really, it wasn't important for me to do that anyway. And so I just, then I just decide, no, I didn't want to do that. But sometimes it, the other, the other option is when I tell myself later is it equals never, I go, yeah, okay, I'll just put them away now. And it's just that that little like later equals never is a helpful thought for getting me to do stuff in the moment. And the other thought that you might like to, that I used to use before I had my later, later equals never, is just a thought, do it now. And I think I got that from Gretchen Rubin who wrote The Happiness Project like years ago. And she had this thing in her book of like if there was a task that would take one minute or less, when it came up, she would just, she gave, gave herself the, um, that she just would say to herself, do it now. And she would just get it done. So if it was like, you know, putting those shoes away, like less than a minute, just do it now. So that might be another one that you find helpful. And this is a really helpful one for avoiding an antidote to procrastination. Um, so that's later equals never. And yeah, it's real. It's a like it's really great. <laughs> really great. So we've started. There's a bit of a joke in our family because my Irishman is like, if there's he, if it's possible for him to do something later, he will totally want to do it later. And I'm, so I'm always saying to him, later equals never. Um, 
So yeah, there we go. Next one is I don't have to do this perfectly. And this is an antidote to that perfectionism that we spoke about earlier because perfectionism is such a big suck of our time, particularly with our work. It's like, and just learning to separate ourselves from that. And of course, there are times where you do want to do things really well and you want your standards to be high. That's great. But it's also like getting from like, you know, 90% to 100%, that can take a long time, like then a lot of extra time. So is 90% good enough? So just reminding yourself, I don't have to do this perfectly is a really fun one. And if if perfectionism is a big thing for you, like if it is sucking up a lot of your time, like I'd encourage you just to do little experiments of like just challenging your, having little micro challenges with yourself to like do something and then maybe send that email before you've proofread it the fifth time (laughs) and just see what happens. (laughs) Like, and just like gradually like work on your, um, work on your capacity for things not to be perfect. And the cool thing is that when, the more you do that, the more you'll realize actually me hundred percent making this amazingly perfect. Actually, nobody has even noticed. (laughs) So if I, if I cut it back, if I cut my standards back a little bit, so that's one to play around with. Um, yeah, but I love that that thought. Uh, next one is I am doing enough, which I have. Oh, I didn't bring my notebook. Um, I've got a notebook. Like I've got the, I've got them some stickers made, <laughs> and I stuck it on my notebook just to remind myself I'm doing enough. Because the thing is, you've got your to do list, right? There's there's all those things on the to do list, and then when you get to the bottom of the to do list, what happens is you find more things to do. Like there's always this bottomless pit, and so I find this thought. I'm doing enough, a really helpful one because it's the antidote, again, an antidote to perfectionism and also an antidote to that whole overwhelm, like taking on too much stuff. It's like, no, whatever I get done. And another one that could be helpful is like, you know, whatever I get done is the perfect amount. Um, but I, I like what I'm, I am doing enough. I, someone I coached on, I think it was Nicole, um, had said years ago that you know whatever I get done is a perfect amount and so I find this thought really helpful um in all like to like make me feel sufficient in like all 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 areas but particularly like at the end of the work day just telling myself yep I'm doing enough I did enough um because I could be looking at thinking about all the things that I didn't do and all the things that I should have done and, rah, 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 and going into that hole of feeling really scarce and feeling like I didn't like feeling really less than, or I can choose to tell myself, no, I did enough. I'm doing enough. And then I feel really sufficient and abundant. And I also feel like I don't have that, like, oh, there's not, wasn't enough time thought doesn't come up because I feel like I did enough. Um, and actually this thought I, I've used it on the weekends as well. Cause I used to, before I like started coaching myself on time, like, I would have this like list of like fun projects that I wanted to do. Like maybe I wanted to make some pickles and I wanted to like, you know, plant some stuff in the orchard and like have like this big list of like weekend projects that I wanted to do, books I wanted to read, you know, podcasts, all the things. And I would stress myself out because I'd get to the end of the week and I hadn't like got across all the things off my list. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing, Jules? It's so, so crazy. Like, I would, like literally was stressing myself out about it. And so I found, I just decided that this thought I'm doing enough was, Abby does it on the weekends too. Okay, good, I'm glad I'm not the only one, Abby. It's like a crazy lady. Um, yeah, so these thoughts, so I actually decided that it didn't matter. Like whatever I did on the weekend, 
that was that was enough like that was enough relaxation that was enough pleasure that was enough projects and just trusting that whatever and and just like like just being trusting my intuition and just being guided by if I feel inspired to like do that weeding now, I'll do the weeding and that'll be great. That'll be enough. Or if I actually know that pickles are really talking to me, then I'll do the pickles. And just, it just feels like so much more relaxed after my weekends because I'm like, oh yeah, like, you know, whatever I got done was great. I've had my relaxation. It's all good. doesn't matter. The pickles can happen another time. Like if I don't get things done. Um, so yeah, it's a really, really fun one. I'm doing enough like for work and play. <laughs> Um, and then my last one on our seven helpful thoughts is this is so fun. So I have this on a post-it. I have it on a post on my desk. I write it like it's a reminder on my phone. And this is so fun is my key thought for helping me enjoy the moment. And like it helps me be like mindful and like savor like the present moment. And um what was that? It's um, this is so fun. Is the is the thought, Abby? This is so fun, and yeah. So, and I like because I could be here, like doing this talk to you, like oh yeah, here I am talking about time. So you know, like not really enjoying the moment. Or I could be stressing about oh, am I going to say um too much, whatever. Or I can be thinking, which is I am thinking, is this is so fun. <laughs> like I get to help people change their relationship with time so they're going to feel less stressed out and it's going to improve their health and like all the reasons, like like this is really fun. I get to spend time with my people. Like this is so, so fun. And so, um, yeah, so I invite you to like think of like to use that thought to help you a, have more enjoyment in the moment, but also to experience the moment more. And because when we have more enjoyable moments, then we feel more abundant with time. Like we don't feel that scarcity because we're like looking for more pleasure. It's like we can feel good about wherever we are at now. So yeah, I love, love that thought. This is so fun. And just reminding yourself, like, like how lucky am I that I get to be here? Like, you know, or just when I'm out walking or when I'm, um, cooking in like when I'm making something like this is so fun like it's just a really uh, when the boys are driving me crazy I'm like yeah this is so fun like they actually you know, they're they're trying to fight each other and it's actually enjoyable um so yeah that's a really really fun one to bring into things so yeah they're they're my seven helpful thoughts so I have enough time for everything important and I'll paste post these with the notes for the replay I'm capable there's no rush Later equals never. I don't have to do this perfectly. I'm doing enough. And this is so fun. And of course, like that's not the limit of like helpful thoughts that you can have about time. Like, please feel free to like, yeah, like go on a treasure hunt. And if someone, like if you come across a thought that that's that's helpful about time, share it with the group, but just adopt it um, and like play around with that. So that's our thoughts. Then in terms of like tiny habits to be more intentional and to be more spacious with time, I've just got a few few different um, different strategies that we can use. So first one is to prioritize relationships and spending time with people over achievements and getting stuff done. And if you want to more of an insight into this, there's a really great book, book called 4,000 Weeks 
by a guy Oliver. I can't remember his surname. That I'll post post with the um, with the replay. And in that, he's like this, like he's he's a reformed like productivity junkie (laughs) who is like always on time management tools. And throughout, he's like he kind of came to this revelation that actually getting stuff done isn't the solution. Like being connected with your people is the is the solution, and that's really what life's about. Um, so yeah that's a great read but just this idea that and just reminding yourself when you've got this long to-do list and you are putting that pressure on yourself to achieve 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 that um, and he mentions this in the book like there's heaps of research where they've gone researchers have gone and spoken to people on their deathbed and you know what did you regret nobody regrets achieving like nobody goes oh I wish I had have achieved more and wish I had have done more stuff but everyone regrets not um their relationships like like not not prioritizing their relationships so um yeah in terms of like the spaciousness with time like there's always enough time for the people that we love and prioritizing that so in like that's such a good way to to do that next one is keeping a list is um keeping it like next time i'm online list and this is really helpful because it stops like that kind of random scrolling that can like you know you have a thought oh yeah i'll just i'll just have a look and see i'll just check the check out and then like you know you know three hours later <laughs> later you're still on your phone um so my my um, hormone coach coach actually suggested this one as well and i i found it really helpful so i just like in my the notes uh, no in the reminders section I've just got a next time I'm online section and so when I have that urge to scroll for something I go okay um huge time suck for me so Samantha yeah amazing so yeah like and then so when you have that urge you just write write it in the on the on the list and then and it's kind of good because writing on the on the list it gives you some an action to take. So it kind of helps the urge dissipate. Like you feel like you've done something, you get that and you get a little bit of a dopamine um, hit from writing it on the list and then you can move on. And then the thing is, of course, when you are online next time, you'll look at that list and they'll, so occasionally there'll be something on the list that you actually do want to still search up, but mostly it's like, oh yeah, no, that doesn't matter, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, really helpful one for for that. Next one is like having some sort of planning system for how you are going to how you're going to spend your time. And I this is I do this for personal tasks as well, but it's mostly for the work. And so there are like there are a heap of different options out there. So what I would encourage you is just just to find a system that works for your personality, um, because you know we we all function differently. We have different different styles and so don't try and fit yourself into someone else's system that doesn't feel good for you like just trust your instinct that there is a right system out there for you and just getting curious and that you will either create it or um, like you'll be led to it Um, but there's kind of two systems that I've played around with one is to like just actually set like when you're setting your intentions for the week like just actually decide like what are the three key tasks or things that you want to get done during the week and just have those front and center so that you know, okay, these are my priorities and this is what I want to get done this week. And that's helpful because then when other stuff comes up, like, oh, I could do this, I could like follow that shiny object, then you can like just go, oh, hang on, no, that's my, um, 
this is my priorities for the week. I'll do that another time. Um, and just like that keeps you focused. So that's a really simple one. Um, but the thing that the system that I really love at the moment, um, or actually I've been using it for a few years, years now, it's called Monday Hour One. Um, so it's developed by Brooke Castillo, who's a life coach. And basically I'll link to a, a podcast. So if you want to learn more about this, you can. But basically the idea is that you set aside some time each week. She does it the first hour of her week, work week on a Monday. I like to do mine on Sunday morning. I used to do it on Saturdays, like play around with the time. Um, and all you do is like when you're doing your planning session, you write a list of like everything that you could possibly get done that you want to get done this week and just work stuff, personal stuff, everything. And then you go through your list when you've got it all out and you just keep asking, and what else? And what else? And you go through your list when you've got it all out on paper. And I actually write it on a piece of paper rather than um, and like digitally. And then you look through that list and just anything that you don't actually want to do, then you cross, cross off the list. And if there's anything that you don't really want to do, but then it has a consequence of you not doing it, you want to like sell yourself on that actually, you know, I want to do this because I don't want that consequence and it's more important to me. So you like, so you go through your list and you kind of make sure that everything on there is stuff that you want to do. Some because you naturally want to do it, some because you want to avoid a negative consequence. And then when you've like got that list of the things that you want to do, you've narrowed write it down, then you schedule time, schedule the, the things that you want to do on your calendar. So if you want to record, like if you're going to record, you've got a podcast say, and you're going to record your pod, weekly podcast episode, you go, okay, it's going to take me an hour and you put that on your calendar. And there, there'll be like, and the way I've got it set up is of course, like regular recurring tasks like that, that I do every week, that's a recurring thing in my calendar. So I don't have to fill out my calendar with every single single thing but then there'll be like projects and things that are that are new um tasks that are new for or that are only on for whatever week so I just schedule those in um and then I also allow like buffer time like of over or overflow time so if I don't get if there's things that I don't get done in their allotted time then I have like backup time that I can use to do them and then, but my bonus is if I get everything done in the, um, in the time that I originally scheduled, then that back bonus, back, back, the buff overflow time becomes free time. So it kind of, it's an incentive to get things done in the time that you said you were going to do it. Cause then you're getting more free time. Um, uh, so yeah, I really like that system. It suits, suits my personality, but it may not suit, suit yours. It is fairly, I guess it is, there's, there's a bit of upfront work to it. Um, but yeah. It doesn't really matter what your planning system is, just as long as you're feeling happy about it. Okay, next um, tool or hack for um, creating more spaciousness is this idea of creating flow on demand. So there's a time coach called Vicky Louise who I follow and I'll link to her podcast. She's got a podcast called Hack Your Time and she has this system and I'll link to this podcast episode for getting yourself into flow on demand. And so flow is like flow states are when humans are, you know, when you're like 
like really good at something and you're like it's coming effortlessly and you're really like if you think of an artist like engrossed in their painting like they're in flow when they're doing when they're in the moment and they're in their painting or like you know but it can be like you know writer writing or whatever but it can also be when we're doing work you know when you're in the groove when you're in the flow it just feels so good and you're like just getting stuff done and it's just it's happening in the zone yeah Abby that's exactly it and so when you're in that flow state, like they've done research, people are like 500% more productive in a flow state than they are just if you just, you know, sit them down. And so the cool thing that Vicky's done is she gives you some prompts to actually help you get into that flow state more, more quickly and more easily and on demand. So like when you need to do work, when you need when you want to be in flow she gives you some hacks to how to get into flow so that you're getting stuff done really quickly it's so like it's kind of spooky how how well it works and it's something like it's mad like how much you can get get done when you're in this flow state so i'll link to that podcast so you can guys can check that out but it's really really powerful um another um, tiny habit to be more more spacious with time is oh yeah I mentioned this before like the I don't rush policy and so what that looks like is just when I notice myself feeling rushed or late I just remind myself no I don't rush I'm not gonna there's no rush <laughs> and like just calms me down because I don't need my cortisol spiking over m- me being five minutes late for the dentist when the dentist is probably going to be running late anyway so it's like there's no rush and just having that policy I find really helpful. Um, next one is doing less or simple and simplifying. And so this is because overscheduling us taking on too many things is a huge source of time stress. And so one of the best antidotes to that is to actually have this policy of saying no to stuff, particularly social stuff, unless you're a hell yeah for it. So Unless you're like, absolutely, I 100% want to do that. That sounds amazing. Then you should then say no to things. And because that's how like, like, um, yeah, like that's how you create, create space in like, and that's, that's a really great way to simplify. And the other thing that I think in terms of simplifying is stop doing things that you're doing just because you think you should do them or because it's going to make someone else happy or it's going to stop someone else feeling disappointed like if you aren't in up for something if you don't really want to do it doing it out of obligation doesn't help you and it doesn't help the person like it's okay for other people to feel a bit disappointed Um, and if you want to go more on like doing less and simplifying your life um, I really recommend you follow my friend Courtney Carver so I did a podcast episode with her recently she's brilliant she's been in the simplicity like she has a program called the simplicity space which I have um, been in Um, and I really love her approach to like she's just keeps you reminding you yes say no do less it's good for you it's it's really a good thing to be and she has a um, a website called be more with less so I'll link to that in the um in the notes as well but highly recommend like getting on her newsletter she has a really um she sends up really beautiful emails and, and just a reminder or following her on instagram just it's always courtney's stuff it's always like yes doing less is good but yeah there's so much opportunity for simplifying when you do less then that creates more spaciousness so it's a there's a direct correlation there 
Uh, then two more. Next one is having a clean desk slash clean dining table policy. So I've had the clean desk policy for a long time and I've actually the clean dining table policy I only um, started a couple of weeks ago. But basically the idea behind this is like when you have spaciousness in your environment, like when you're not living in a cluttered environment, it helps you feel spaciousness in your relationship with time as well. Um, so, and just like having that policy of like, yeah, doing it now is really great. So for, for my desk, like I just but before I leave for the day, just like make sure there's no, not stuff all over it. And then with the dining table, uh, Samantha's saying Courtney's the best. She is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for the dining table, I started doing that because like I've got small boys They can like, there's a lot of Lego stuff in the house. And I was like, this doesn't feel good. And so rather than tackling the whole house, I was like, okay, we'll just, everyone will keep the dining table clean. And so now I've got flowers on the dining table and it's clean space. And so you walk into a house and it's just, it's so good because it's like, there's clutter everywhere else. And, but the dining table, I see that. And I feel like, like it's just, it feels like there's spaciousness. So yeah it's so good so and it's like it only takes like I have to remind them to put stuff away but it's like it, or I move it off the dining table myself and put it somewhere else and it's like I'm constantly putting stuff off the dining table but it's worth that little investment of time just to have that that feeling of like yeah I've got this spaciousness in my life um so that's a that's a fun one that I, that I love now and also like like always having like nice flowers on there so it's just it's like this calm in the house um and then our last one is tracking so this is like of course optional however knowledge really is power and just the same as like tracking our weight impacts our relationship with the scale and our bodies tracking time can be helpful in terms of just having that awareness around how your time's going so this might be something you might want to just do an audit and do it occasionally or it might be something um, that you want to do on a more regular basis and so I actually track I started um, this probably like last year sometime tracking my work time so I use a, um, a app called Timeula and so I just track like how much am I actually when I'm working I just track like I've got my timer running now and it's just really helpful because before I started tracking my time I kind of always felt like I was working too much right and it's like but then when I actually had visibility I was like oh okay well that's how many hours I'm working like I'm working 30 hours a week that's actually that's okay like I've actually that feels good and so now I can be intentional of like do I want to be work someone who works 30 hours a week or do I want to maybe it's like 25 would suit me better and so I can experiment and play around with it and but it's like I'm being intentional about it rather than it just being work like my work hours being something that happens to me I'm have visibility so I know where, where they're at and also I can change them if I want to change them so um, that's really fun another thing that I track is my work start time and that's because I could easily like unless I've got a, a call scheduled I can easily be like oh just um do this in the garden or I'll just pick this up thing up and um you know then three hours have gone by and I haven't actually sat at my desk yet or I've just put on a load of washing so I actually started tracking my work start time so that I had just had that a bit of and that little bit of extra accountability means that I get to my desk on time 
um, which is really like means that I get more stuff done. So that's really helpful. Um, and the other thing I track is um, I just give to an estimate at the end of the day um, of like my percent completion on my tasks. So like did I out of a you know, hundred, like did I get 50% done? Did I get 80% done of what I said I was going to do? And not from a place of like giving myself a hard time and feeling scarcity, but just from a place of just curiosity of well, what did I actually say? Um, yeah, so and I'm not sure if I'll continue doing that. It's something I've just been experimenting with lately and I actually haven't looked at those stats for a long time. So might be, I just thought I'd offer that something you might like to consider. So yeah, so that's it for my thoughts on time. So really, um, yeah, the thing I want you to take away from this is like don't get overwhelmed. You don't have to do it perfectly, but, you know, if you are going to do one thing, like think about this, if something's really jumping out at you, choose that as your one thing. But if you're not sure, the thing I'd recommend is just starting with that thought. Like whenever you notice that thought, that sneaky thought, like I don't have enough time or there's not enough time. Just so that then the tiny habit around that is like, when I hear myself think <laughs> I don't have enough time, I will remind myself. I have enough time for everything important or whatever thought that you want to choose instead and or I'm doing enough like whatever the thought is it's or I'm capable like whatever thought you like to insert in there um that's that's what I'd recommend so and that will be enough to like really make some inroads on changing your relationship with time so how are we feeling does anyone have any questions or any thoughts or any to specific situation oh margaret's raised her hand amazing <laughs> great margaret tell me what are your thoughts oh oh did margaret intentionally raise her hand <laughs> no she didn't okay <laughs> that's all good um cool did you want to say something margaret no 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 no, no you're no, good <laughs> okay <laughs> that's great okay Adine, tell me what's going on <laughs> oh you know me and time is a really it that's a really this is a hard thing for me all all of these thoughts are are are, are always and and i and you're right how much my stress level is through the roof because of my thoughts about time that's all imaginary it's all imaginary every single thing well, that i think optional. it's optional it's optional it's real for you <laughs> it's like no optional. it's not it's <laughs> ridiculous but i yeah all, work things and personal things and 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 to do list things and and the, the the now equals never i won't show you see you see this is my bedroom. So this is the wall and the mess is everything on the other side of the room. <laughs> Later equals never. Later equals never. Um, yeah, lots of the thoughts are good. It's still, still, yeah, yeah the, the perfectionist, the, the perfect, how do you deal with, let's ask this, since you also have two small people in your life, Mine are slightly larger than yours, but not by much. Um, right? It's easy for me to say, okay, I don't rush and I can make that time and be on time. But it's when everybody, all these things, I feel like 
I'm affected by what everybody else is doing. And that drives my upset and my overwhelm and my time issues. Yeah, right. So your it's your thoughts about what everyone else is doing that yes. that causes the upset and the overwhelm. Yeah. Yes. Team. Yes. So yes. you had like so, and the, the thing to remember is like you can't choose what other people do. Like you, you can't control what other people do. Little people, you can like influence them a bit, but like not getting less and less, right? Like yes. what you can control is your how you think about it. So it's like just remembering that you have that power to to think, to choose different thoughts that are going to help you feel feel better. So have you got okay. more of a specific example? Oh, um, what was meltdown? Oh, we're lots of meltdowns about. Once again, we're back to meltdowns about screams about actually about time because I live right. My husband, my older daughter, both have ADHD. So time for them is does they don't have uh, yeah as 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 I do as a conductor teacher who is so because the timing in the music and the conducting is like everything but planning planning every rehearsal like I have to know as I'm looking at something how long is this going to take how long do I have I I plan obsessively just every single thing not written down just all the time in my head and I can tell you probably within 10 minutes what time it is even if I haven't looked at the clock for an hour so it's just so much who I am and it's so not who they are yeah and I'm right and it just it it irks me and I I need a new thought to 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 dissipate this this internal upset that is happening all the time yeah yeah right so you like so on like so it sounds like like on some level like you are pre you are like you're acknowledging and accepting that they're different yeah like they're yeah yeah. but in the moment of frustration like I've told you we need to leave the house for your appointment but if I don't remind you 12 times you're not gonna be and everybody's waiting for you and I and of course I waited today and we were all late because I didn't say anything to my older daughter and my husband of course he's like well I took care of myself like okay but so yeah it's okay I see so there's this underlying thought there that I shouldn't have to remind them like I shouldn't have to do this and that it's me reminding them 12 times is a problem right right but the thing is do they mind that you remind them all the time like does that cause them angst or are they 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 kind of like oh yeah okay I guess it depends on how right because I get more and more irritated so they I'm creating the angst because I bring my angst to them. Yeah, right. So, and the angst is coming from I shouldn't have to, the thought is I shouldn't have to do this. Right? You're right. You want to think about it, but yes, I yeah. shouldn't have to do this. Exactly yeah. The yeah. And so we want the, the thought to unravel there is actually, it's okay. Everyone wins if I, like, it's actually, I want to do this. I want to, I want us to be on time. And so I'm like, this is me helping us be on time. And so if you're doing it from this place of, yeah, this is just my job. This is what I do. Like I'm going to remind them. Then it's like, and, be, and because like, of course, because they, they've got this age to do things. So like they, they need this support. 
I'm supporting them. I want to support them. Yes, it's true. Then, okay. Then it's so no like Because like yeah, so, it's true. It's so good. Yeah, like because I used to have this thing like with Glenn. So Tim's job to unpack the dishwasher, right? And I used to be thinking I shouldn't have to remind you to unpack the dishwasher, and I'd be so like snarky at him. And then I one day I realized, okay, I want the dishwasher unpacked. Maybe it's okay that I just have to remind him because he's just forgotten. And it's not this big deal. And so I approached it with, hey, um, can you like, and sometimes it'll be like three times. I'll be like on the weekend, I'll be like, uh, so you haven't forgotten about the dishwasher, have you? And yeah. And he'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that later. <laughs> I'm like, no, later is never. No, but then I, then I, but rather than going like, like later, I'll be like, hey, um, would you mind doing that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he'll do it now. But it's like, it used to be like, because I always think I shouldn't have to remind you. But now I go, no, I'm just going to remind him as many times as it takes to get the dishwasher unpacked. I'm calm about it. There's no tension. Eventually the dishwasher gets unpacked. Sometimes I remind him twice. Sometimes it's like more, but it's like, it's no drama. It's like, it's like, and I just, and it's like next weekend I'll have to remind him again. And that's okay. Like, but it's like, right. I get what I want. It's like, we're, everyone's happy. So there we go. That was good coaching, yeah. Dean. <laughs> it's going to change yeah, your life. That's great. That's great. Yeah. See, that's really, yeah. I feel like I shouldn't. So the thought, what was my negative thought again? I want to write well, it down. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to remind them. I shouldn't have to do this. And in particular, I, I should, should, as your daughter gets older, you'd be like, I shouldn't have to do, do this. She's like a teenager. But yeah. It's like, but it's like, no, the thought, like, I just, I, this is me helping. It's like, I want, to, I want us to be on time. This is how I get us to be on time. No dramas. Might this be a good place to throw in the this is fun thought too? <laughs> that, might be a bit, <laughs> that might be a bit of a stretch. <laughs> this is not so fun, but it could be. You could make it fun. It's like, oh, how many times can I remind them? <laughs> yeah. That would be that would be very interesting that I or I get a reward for every reminder. An extra, a chocolate chip, not that I don't tend to eat too much sugar, but right, a chocolate chip for every reminder, then I reward myself and then I can change my. Yeah, this is good. Life. Yeah. Some kind that. of, kind of person, because that's it. Otherwise I run myself down into this, this, this state of hysteria, which I've created myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that very much. I like that. I like that this is helping. This is me helping them. Yeah. That feels like such a good a yeah. good positive thought and yeah. i need a reward and i and i, and I get to, i get to be rewarded for this amazing yeah i get <laughs> i win, get a win, reward win 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 adine <laughs> yay awesome thank you that has really that been good. a bad week for that yes yeah. thank you thank you awesome your cortisol levels are going to be like so good insulin sensitivity is going to be improving amazing okay does anyone else have any thoughts i'd like to share or coaching or specific situations you want in terms of time that you want help with? I'd love to mention something. Yeah, go, Sam. Uh, you touched briefly about scrolling. Oh, uh, yeah. And I do do some of the, oh, let me just look that up real quick. But a lot of it is literally me just not even thinking. It's become habit. I come home, I sit down. I'm looking at Facebook. I come home, I sit down, I'm looking at Instagram. And I know 
that I spend way too much time on it. And I guess just wondering um, what, what could I do um, other than just say, oh, I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. So great. I don't know. Yeah. The great. So one thing that I've done in the past that I found really helpful with that is like having a timer, like setting a timer. Mm. So before I go onto Instagram or before I go into Facebook, setting a timer of like, okay, I want to, I want to be here for like 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. so that can be, that could, that, that could might be, be a one, really to, easy one. Yeah. Or the other thing that, um, and so just like developing that habit or hang on before. And if you notice that you're, you're in the, you started scrolling and you haven't set your time. Oh, just, I'm just going to pause and set my timer now and just recommit then. Um, but the other thought that you might want to just play around with is like when you get home and you've got like, when you sit on the couch, just go, how do I want this to go? Like, what do I want to, like, how do I want to use this time? How do I want to relax with my time? And just set that intention, like bring that intentional thought to it before you start scrolling yeah because at the end of some you know ridiculous scrolling session I think I didn't read my book that I wanted right I I said I was going to read this pile of book so it's it's just kind of it's frustrating that it, it's keeping me from doing fun things that I actually want to do not necessarily housework yeah yeah, yeah right fun things that I want to do yeah so, so it's just like a, it's that's, just that's become a crazy habit yeah and that's cool so just bringing that in like that intentional thought of yeah how do I want how I want how do I want this to go I think that'll be enough yeah. to like and because then you oh, yeah because it's like it's just the autopilot it's just the habit it's just the autopilot it is. scrolling so yeah like that's so the new habit is okay when I after I sit my you sit down on the couch couch I'll ask myself how do I want this time to go mm -hmm. that that'll yeah. be enough to like bring the intentionality into it yeah amazing oh Margaret said I wish I had had these thoughts and tips with when trying to get my son with ADHD, yeah, ADHD to school on time <laughs> same years as Lisa amazing okay well, we might wrap up there unless does anyone have anything else you wanted to coach on amazing okay so next week we're going to be talking about sex so i hope you have, hope i was like hope everyone's like people come come to talk about, about it so i'm going to be sharing the secrets that i learned from my sex coach so definitely a really fun part of being a, a healthy person is like having that aspect of your life healthy as well so it won't be embarrassing i promise there won't be any graphic photos or anything like that um but it will be inspiring so um amazing okay so we might wrap up there and Abby did you want to be cool to cool to coach if anyone wants to stay on and um see coaching for Abby so we feel welcome to to stay on so um Abby do I do I read out what you posted in the group or do you want to just give us an update on where you're at yeah no go for it I can't even remember okay like, amazing. yeah cool okay this will be helpful so Abby had posted last month and she said, for the last month, I intentionally stopped my daily practice and daily weighing. I was sick of the constant thought of food slash weight in my mind and the mental capacity it was taking up. Um, but I've jumped on the scales this morning and never been so shocked with the number and not in a good way. Um, there must be a halfway point 
of feeling, thinking about food weight all the time and the scale staying stable around my normal weight. So, um, yeah, like this was so great, Abby, that you posted that. Like, And so I'd responded to Abby like saying, great, we've done an experiment and now we know that if Abby doesn't think about like just has zero intentionality, what like what happens like weight goes up so we like that's not fun but then we also know from like before that month that abby was like like obsessing like constantly thinking about it like that's not fun either and so like what's the middle ground so have you had any thoughts abby since we like had that um coaching exchange or um actually i think it was lisa who wrote that was so good I love the gutter guards for the bowling and yeah actually it's been like yeah not being intentional that's not what I want to do and I thought I thought that it was I don't know it's just no it's better when um I do weigh myself every day and I am intentional and I'm feeling this week it really hasn't well no since what was it when did you say to experiment since like Friday yeah I feel like I really haven't thought about it I just yeah like yeah. I just I do the experiment that you said like how do I want this to go every time I eat something bar last night let's just not say that <laughs> um, but um yeah it just hasn't been a thing amazing amazing yeah, yeah. there we go <laughs> So, and the scale's already going down. Yeah, like, there we go. So it's like being yeah. this place of being intentional is is finding that balance. And so when you, and and that's it. So it's like when you're eating, like before you start eating, ask yourself, how do I want this to go? And then yeah. that brings the intentional thought into the, and because it's like that's the only time that you really want to be thinking about it because that's the time when you like, are deciding what you're going to eat and how much when do you, when you're going to stop and all the things like that's that has the impact on the weight and then if you start thinking about it outside of those times then you're like obsessing and thinking about the future and the past you just want to go no not thinking about the am I eating yeah. no I'm like hey great not time to be yeah. thinking about food and it's like there you yeah. go yeah I guess I've yeah probably cut back on the like unintentional snacks um as well but that's yeah 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 cool Abby cool yeah really interesting yeah like and and I love that you're like bringing the curiosity to it too it's like hmm. yeah (laughs) because I was yeah sick of obsessing yeah but I feel like I'm yeah I haven't got back to my daily practice but I've got back to daily weighing yeah well maybe like let's do an experiment now where you don't do a daily have a daily practice where you you're yeah. only so you weigh yourself and then yeah. whenever there's any food opportunities just ask yourself how do I want this to go so it's like if yeah. you, you've got the urge to have a random snack how do I want this to go and you're like you might decide yep I really want to have this I'm going to do go for it but you might decide mm, actually not so much like yeah um, yeah 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 no love it thank you simple. and thanks Lisa that was awesome. yeah yeah that was really cool amazing Cool. So does that feel good for now, Abby? Yeah. No, it does. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Anyone else? Any coaching? Are we good? 
time for coffee amazing <laughs> okay have a beautiful week everyone and i hope someone does turn up to my sex lesson next next week <laughs> okay i'll be there oh great great thank you lisa <laughs> okay awesome bye everyone <laughs>